Welcome, welcome to the Trinitacast. This is episode 48, first episode for the year 2024. Yes, I know you missed us. I know you're wondering how come they didn't release our podcast in the first week of the year. That is because Christmas was still a thing. And <laughs> we we um <laughs> I, and we had um let's call this thing responsibilities and duties, you know, to deal with. Yeah, yeah, my yeah. co-host here. Yeah, I ain't gonna tell. I ain't, I ain't gonna tell them unless you want to tell them. <laughs> no, I mean, well, happy New Year, all the best the New Year. So you, you set your um, your New Year's resolutions or your goals or your your have your vision board and things for the year. I have a to-do list. That's <laughs> that's as far as it goes with me. Um, uh, no, um, New Year, New Me, not <laughs> not other things. No, because I learned enough. I learned a long time ago. Yeah. Now that that ain't helping nobody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I myself am a I'm a list of goals for the year already too. So yeah, we on track. Need to do this. Yeah, well, kind of to do this, kind of goals, kind of you know, yeah. Let Let me just say, I have the next six months of my life planned out about the yeah. things that have to get done month by month so we are working on a six-month cycle and yeah. then by july wherever we reach we kind of figure out where where we go from there so that's yeah that's yeah. that that's basically yeah basically like I, I do something similar too but i like to put like one or two things that 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 kind of big that you can't really plan Highly for that you know you want ambitious. to get there but yeah but you don't know how you go and get there but you want to get there i put a couple of things like on it just to right yeah yeah, yeah, know, yeah see yeah, how yeah i get you i i understand because um the the low-hanging fruit let's give yeah. you a little bit of confidence but then the the high stuff is give you something to push for when you're when you're feeling, what should I say? When you're feeling like you're in the groove and you're like, hey, I feel I'm gonna tackle this big one now. Why? Mm. Because it's there. I created yeah. it for a reason. Yep. I understand. I understand. So it's a new year, um, y'all, and we have lots of stuff in store for you. Plenty, a lot more interviews this year. Last year, we started up the interview um, pilot, see how that worked out. That worked out pretty well with the interviews that we did have. And this year, we have all the tech topics, all the things that we want to talk about, all the things that we want to do. But we also have the interviews that we're going to start to get. And I'm on LinkedIn now. I'm officially one of those people that looking for, I don't know. I, <laughs> I went through LinkedIn, honestly. Yeah. Before we actually start talking about the actual, the right, I went to LinkedIn and I was like, this place, it it kind of always guiding you and pushing you to, to get a job or to <laughs> post your credentials and your, your certificates and your abilities so that you would get hired or something. And I don't yeah, really like yeah, yeah. I mean, is 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 a place where a lot of employers does, does put jobs out and it's where a lot of employees as well job seekers does find stuff you know it's like a a social media platform for job seekers it kind of like indeed you know 
indeed, but In, yeah, if yeah, indeed yeah. was like social media, you know, kind of like that. Some people, as you say, the when the gas certificate, sometimes it's just a went and do a little online three day conference. To yeah, a little, yeah, a little course here or um, um, yeah, kind of academy or not. Congrats, yeah. And, in the split up. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I saw a lot of that and I, I was like, okay, cool. I'm glad for them. I'm happy that, you know, that's it. But I really just here to network with people that like technology and hopefully, you know, make some friends. Yeah, yeah. But I don't, I don't think people there to make friends. Yeah. I don't know. You ever make out <laughs> genuine friends? I mean, some people there. Mm, nah. <laughs> I don't I don't yeah. know. I don't think so. Maybe it's outside I outside of LinkedIn, you know, and you add them on LinkedIn after and not really on LinkedIn itself. Probably, yeah, probably. Yeah. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah. So you the know, podcast clips will get put up there and hopefully the people that care about technology they will gravitate it and we'll start probably our community of talking about things and whatnot. So I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. We'll all right, so for today's show, we have three things as always. One of them is about hacking and cybersecurity because that start of the year with a nice little bang. NIB, the National Insurance Board, was reportedly hacked with ransomware. And the next one is uh, international. Oh, we have something to talk about TSTT while we talk about NIB one time because TSTT is still making news for this, for their cyber, cyber um, faux pas. Yeah. And AI is maturing. And I wanted to talk a little bit about um, ChatGPT and the things that they're doing to make AI accessible to the common man, not programmers. And then tech layoffs are still a thing. And I think we need to discuss a little bit. Are we actually getting back to pre-COVID states where technology is our job? It's not a fad anymore. You actually have to work. <laughs> and um, yeah. the company is starting to trim the fat and see how that yeah. goes. So, hey, um... Let's go with our first story, which is ransomware attack on NIB and TSTT's cybersecurity. All right, so what happened is during Christmas, I was, you know, just going through my normal life. On the 26th or 27th, um, I read on the newspaper that um, ransomware attack on NIB. And this is right after we now publish our podcast with your predictions and your predictions with that cyber, cyber yep, yep, will, yep. will continue, right? Yeah. I personally still find it's a low-hanging fruit um, answer, <laughs> you give me, but it was true and you were proven correct even before the year ended that cyber attacks will continue. And this time is the National Insurance Board. So it says uh, a ransomware attack forced the National Insurance Board to close all its offices from yesterday to tomorrow. But they end up, this article, well, old, but they, they end up closing off the offices until the Friday. And then even the following week, the offices were still closed and people couldn't make their NIS payments. And you know, people usually try to um, do their NIS payments at the start of the year to, like, you know, get all the NIS out of the way if they could afford it. So they said, um, Commenting on ransomware attack, Minister of National Security Fitzgerald Hines stated the government established a Ministry of Digital Transformation, signaling and implementing its policy to digitize and digitize the governance records and systems of Trinidad and Tobago. That process is very well underway. Quite naturally, cyber crimes, crimes given their nature, which is to say crimes, utilizing the ICT, ICT platforms that support digitization and digitization, as he spread very positively to improve our productivity on our records. You know, Fitzgerald Hines has used a lot of words. This is a natural and logical consequence of it. 
That's basically what he said. And I um I think that he's correct. It's a, this is a natural consequence of us real championing this ICT cause and using this and creating a ministry of digital transformation. And the cyber crimes will continue and we just have to get better at it. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a consequence of championing, championing the digital transformation, but maybe we we neglecting another side of it, you know, the cybersecurity side of it. And not, not, not to say you need big elaborate systems, you know, sometimes it starts small. You know, sometimes you could do little things, you know, like not have your default Windows server ad, admin password, you know, because I sure, I'm sure, you know, it, it have a lot of stuff, vulnerabilities there that was probably preventable. And well, as I say, if you're pushing digital, you have to push cybersecurity, you can't neglect it, you can't. Yeah. It can defund it. You have to fund it properly. And as we talk about funding, I know we have something else to talk about. Yeah, we'll get, we'll get to that just now. We'll get to that just now. Yeah. Now, in the article, in the article, um, I agree that we have to push the cyber, cyber security at, at the same speed as we push the digitization. But it just have, it, we just have some issues when you're dealing with legacy systems. Now, I am a, I am an NIB um client i pay i pay um national insurance taxes for my employees right yeah yeah and they have an online system i i i just pay all the nis online by submitting a spreadsheet and then paying paying via online banking or whatever banking and sending it to them and whatnot yeah but they must send me a letter in the mail with a physical <laughs> printout of the <laughs> Of the um, yeah, payment receipt or, yeah, yeah, with yeah, a receipt yeah. attached to it as if I went up to the counter. So you know at the yeah, counter, yeah. they just give you this small receipt that's printed on these little thermal printer. They just staple that up, yeah. big sheet of paper right here. I just get an email about two months later because what is actually happening is I'm submitting these spreadsheets and then somebody is going to manually sit down and cash it in. Yeah. <laughs> and like, like a cashier and then put it in a folder and then that goes to TT Post to mail it to me. So... Yeah. So I mean, you have a disconnect. <laughs> yeah, because technically what they're doing is a data collection website and then yeah. they're manually processing it when it gets inside. So mm. when it comes to these legacy systems, it it's not easy to, to, let me say, digitize NIB. Because they deal with paper for yeah, since yeah, 19, whenever. So. I think of it this way, right? And now talk about all right, the first part of the process, digitized. Right? But the second yeah. part of the process, you need a cashier, you need somebody to manually do it. If you digitize that process, that person don't have a job no more. So what you're trying or, to tell or, me is that, <laughs> is that you think that they, they're not fully digitizing it for job security? I don't know, maybe. That way I think? mean, part, part of the digitalization, you know, is you have to look, it's not just looking at the software, you have to look at the people too. So if you digitize that area, you might have to move people around, people might have to retrain, you might have to, you know, and sometimes that is the difficult part of it, the people. You know, because if you digitize that, they get rid of that. You probably don't need a kasha. You probably can't get rid of this person because it's have a union. What are you going to do with this person? You know, then this person might kick off first. Me want to do this. I know, I, I get hired as a kasha. I don't know in my job description. 
One of the comments in the article was uh, a person who had to go and pay NIV. They said the government can't get the food card right. The food card yeah. done right. I doubt they could deal with ransomware. I've, and I agree. Like, we, we, we do have the, the requisite experience to deal with ransomware properly. But the only way you'll get the experience is dealing with the ransomware. Is and it that we don't have the experience or we don't have the right people in the right places or the right, right people advising or, or on the ground doing stuff? I don't know. The only way you'll get experience is if it, is if it happened to you. I, mm. I don't think... Because you could have the right people who might have experience externally. They might work for companies internationally yeah. or whatnot and they know stuff. But the experience of a whole... The whole process of ransom, dealing with ransomware from the disclosure to the PR to the technical mm -hmm. aspect to the follow-up to the post-mortem to all of that. The only mm -hmm. way you'll get experience in doing that is actually dealing with a ransomware attack. We might mm -hmm. have the technical people, but we don't have the other surrounding, um, yeah. surrounding I, parties. I, I kind of thought you meant, you know, before, like preventing and putting stuff in place to mitigate it from happening in the first place, you know, but, but yeah, you can't, you can't, um, you can't expect to know how to deal with it until it happened, you know? Yeah. Now, with, with respect to how the NIB dealt with this one, I think, I think we learned something. I think they disclosed it. Yeah. As the first day that it was possible to disclose it, which was Boxing Day, no, the day after Christmas, they mm -hmm. disclosed it and they say, listen, hear what? We get um we deal with a ransomware attack. We are currently engaging so and so. We've switched the manual for the next um no, we close any offices because we have to deal with this. And every day there was an article about this in the press and they were they were posting and they were saying things. So I think I, I could be wrong. Somebody said, Listen, don't pull out TSTT here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I mean as I say, we we are us as a nation went through, you know, a kinda high profile ransomware attack. So it could probably only go up after the way TSTT handled it, you know. So it's like I, yeah, just do do the opposite <laughs> of <what> TSTT do. <laughs> well, speaking of TSTT, yeah. <laughs> yeah, what happened, right? Apparently, between March 2022 and November 2023, TSTT approved a total of $24 million to fortify the Organization Against Cybersecurity Threats official documents ex, um, obtained by Sunday Express. I'll show you, right? Now, this article is a rel relatively fresh one. And further on, according to what's its face? Who wrote this boy? Joel Julian. Joel Julian is our friend. One day we'll have to talk to Joel Julian because he's normally have a lot of these technical articles mm -hmm. for the Express. I'm so glad. I'm so, yeah, I'm so glad that he exists. So, interestingly... The approved funds exceeded the actual amount spent by the network and IT team suggesting a discrepancy that was requested and was that was utilized. So basically, what he said... They spent more than 24 million? No, they spent less. Okay, so, okay. So uh, the... Oh, the, the network and IT. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the approved funds exceeded the actual amount spent. So that means they get more money, but they didn't spend all. Mm -hmm. And somewhere along the article, I read through it, and they have he have all the information and whatnot. Um, but we'll post the article in the um, show notes so y'all could see that. And you'll see 
that there was some difficulty. Hear this part. Additionally, when former CEO Lisa Agard was approached by the Sunday Express regarding whether she knew that all cybersecurity requests and maintenance expenditure requests were approved, she confirmed this was true. She also acknowledged being fully aware that of what she described as the circulating false narrative. So they were talking about the amount of money that they spent on this place and nobody knew exactly how much it was and nobody knew exactly what was being done. So the article tends to, tends to say that there was confusion about how they're going to approach cybersecurity. And that kind of, I don't know if Joel Julian kind of spinning it a particular way to make it look like well, yeah, just trying to let you all know that they didn't know what they was doing because they had money, but they didn't put things in place. Yeah, I uh, mean, we, you, you probably don't even need to say that, Joel Julian, trying to spin it a particular way because at the end of the day, the CFO was in charge of this budget and deploy any budget. He ended and he got even the way yeah, yeah, as well. Was that and, gracefully, and, and, gracefully yeah. removed, they call it, yeah. And it was alleged was because, yeah, yeah. You didn't spend enough money on the cybersecurity budget. So, you know, it, it there any open, you know, allegedly you could put one plus one together and reach two. That, you know, is because. I don't know, but yeah. So if the, if the, if that's the case that they had the money to put more cybersecurity um, checks in place. I don't know what the cybersecurity checks would have been, what they're using it for, how they, how if they hardening, if they're doing silver hardening or whatnot, because we saw some, it, it ain't costing you a million dollars to tell somebody don't put your password in plain text in a, um, in a text file on the server, yeah. right? But yeah, yeah. if, if that's the case, then we have this, we have this kind of mentality in Trinidad where it's throw money at it and it will fix. But, do you think that if they had utilized all of the money, that the hacks wouldn't have taken place? I mean, that that's difficult to say. You know, it's difficult to know if they uh, deploy everything, and you know that they would have the expertise in house to know, you know, where where need patching, and you know, it's it difficult to see that it would have been spent the right way. You know. Whether, whether it would have been to bring experts, because you know they always talk about experts anytime they get hacked, you know, that yeah, come yeah, in yeah. and help, you know, whether it be the experts that come in and do the testing to make, look at, look for the vulnerabilities and then as you say, harden it up, you know, you know, hmm. I don't know it's hard to see. Well, what is, what is easy to say is that our cybersecurity game has to step up. And uh, if we do step it up, we will be reporting these things on a regular basis because it, it's clear that we're being targeted. And the reason we're being target, targeted is because we talk about it a lot. We say we want to become a digital economy. We want to become cashless. We want to move forward in IT. And I don't think, I don't think any other country is, besides Jamaica, does talk this talk a lot. Like, every time we get a chance... We are always talking about digital transformation and whatnot. So putting yourself out there will will yeah. obviously attract some um some so, animals. Yeah. So other than that article, right? I send I just send our next article there. So you can look at you can look at this one as well. I don't mm. think you Um I wanna open it up. Um Yeah. So does he does he want with the firing? Yep. Um 
right? So TSTT fire CFO Shiva Ramnarain, right? That was eight days ago, and um, it comes two months after the CEO Lisa Agardos thing. He did not pay for proper cybersecurity services for the company, which would have minimized the impact and protect customers. Former Secretary General of the CWU Communication Workers Union said at the time of the incident. So yep. they're accusing him of... Yes, so it tried then, black and white. You know, uh, <laughs> Mr. Joel Gillian, then he don't have to put two and two together. I tried there. Mr. Joel Julian collect some, um, collected yeah. some private documents. That is what he did. He said, yeah. all, all, um, this fire in all, you have any documents? Any, anybody, anybody inside there have anything you could send me? Some emails? And he collects some emails and he realized, yeah, the money... The money didn't yep. line up. So, yep. uh, okay. Now, if we, if we try to play this out, we try to play it out and think through it, could it be that, like like how normal government offices are, they're against technology and they're like, now nah, we're not spending this amount of money on that. That's, that's wasting money. I mean, it's, I, uh, could, I could see, I could see a, 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 a boomer saying, what? What do I want to spend all this money for on our computer? No, we not um no 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 we not spending all that. Oh no, nah, I mean sometimes right, sometimes the way the way those work you get money allocated to do something and you know you just say get around to spend on it. Sometimes it just roll over into the next budget. You know, so that that could this be time, that could be the what? case. <laughs> that well, this, and, side, and this time this time the network admin say no punch in the air every time <laughs> he had to go and use this old silver that 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 um that need to get patched and they need to get the firewall appliance to plug it in, but they have yeah. to use the old the old system and they have to type command line every single week to update the thing to make sure it works. And he just punch in the air saying, "How come they didn't buy the new server yet?" Yeah, I mean it would be interesting to know exactly how that twenty four million would have been allocated. You know, whether as I say, it's to upgrade servers. To do a, or to do an audit on all the practices or whatever, whether they find all the passwords in plain text or you know, it'll be good to know. Somewhere, somewhere inside the um the documentation, I see something about Ernst and Young doing an audit, but then really, mm-hmm. well, they didn't really say too much about that. Ernst and Young, following a, a discussion with Ernst and Young, the amount was amended to twenty four million and subsequently approved. So the IT department asked for twenty six million, but Ernst and yeah. Young amended it to twenty four million. So they probably did an audit, but even when they get the twenty four million. All of it wasn't utilized. But yeah. okay. All right. We'll see how this goes. But um, I think the NIB is back up now. Yeah. But, but before you go, you think any, you'll, yeah. you'll see any more um, casualties from this TSTT. If you lies um, it, the CEO and the CFO, lies it, nobody we will, um, the, we will. Nah, we won't see more. There will be more, but we won't see it. They mm-hmm. probably have like middle middle managers, lower level people who probably get their throat bus already too. But we do, yeah. we ain't gonna hear about it. We only hear about the big boys. But um, I ain't saying that Lisa is a vindictive person. But mm. if 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 you are the um, CEO and you get you get your throat bus, it's very 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 difficult not to not to. Um, Throw other people under the bus. Yeah, not to throw other people. Yeah, not to call a few shots. It's very, very yeah. difficult because you watching all your livelihood, your reputation, and all them kind of thing going down, and you know mm-hmm. it are people who um who caused this. It's very difficult. Yeah. Now I ain't saying that she did that, but based on what we're seeing right here, at least somebody looking through the um looking through the ranks and asking questions. Mm-hmm. 
and which is which is a good thing which is a good thing because yeah. accountability is necessary and if if there if accountability is what what it takes then so be it that'll be better we'll be better off in the process yeah. is the right thing to do yeah hmm. yeah in the long run all right so that's nib and tst that's our that's basically our local news but we we it had I was really just going to talk about NAB alone, but we have to throw the TSTT inside it because this article was so fresh. So we'll be back after this break. Next, um, we're talking about AI maturing. ChatGPT is seemingly becoming usable for the common man. So after the break, we will talk about ChatGPT and how you might be able to use it. So let's see how that goes. In today's digital age, every business is a strong online presence to reach new customers and stay competitive. But not every business needs a complex website or a full-fledged e-commerce solution. At Make It Simple TT, we understand that every business has unique needs and we offer a range of tailored solutions to fit those needs. Over the years, we've helped many businesses. Our services include website design and development. We create a professional and user-friendly website like these that represent your brand and drives results. Invoicing and payment processing. We can streamline your billing process with a user-friendly invoicing system that integrates seamlessly with most payment gateways and you can receive online payments easily. We also do automated order forms, which allows you to collect orders online and customer information effortlessly and send back automated emails, notifications, and reminders, and then you just have to make the sale at the end. So you can contact us today to learn more about how we can help make your business more successful. Or you can visit makeitsimpletv.com forward slash business. All right, we are back. So so here is the next, um, next. this one is international. I'll share the actual homepage for you. Introducing the GPT store. We're launching a GPT store to help, um, to help you find useful and popular custom versions of ChatGPT. And what this means is that they are creating a way for a random person, no matter who you are, to just come feed a particular set of data to ChatGPT and then create an expert system, basically. So in mm. creating that expert system, you would say it says, building your own GPT is simple and it doesn't require any coding skills. If you'd like to share GPT in the store, all you need to do is save your GPT for everyone with a link that will be shown there. Verify your builder profile, which will basically be where you're going to get your data from. And create the GPT and I'll click on the one that says explore GPTs and you will see that this one here is called all trails. This is um, find hike trails, code tutor, um, AI research assistance, your AI books, your blah, blah, blah. Um, search for PDFs, web pilot, Canva has one, AI PDF, mm, Dali, hot mods, the writing coach, they have, they have all image generators, lots of things inside here, right for me, Assistant Pro. And you could see companies just coming out of the woodwork and starting to, to create this. So what I, what I realize is, uh, my hot take is that this gives the people like authors. Let me say you're an author and you have seven programming books that you wrote. You could take your seven programming books and feed it into ChatGPT and it will ingest all the information and then create a personalized assistant based on all the books that you've written. What you, what, like, what you think would be a, a, a good thing coming out of this? Yeah, I mean, like we talk about it, I actually know about first-hand experience or stuff like that happening in actual universities, you know, uh -huh. in terms of 
for a particular course or a particular program, you have all the possible course notes, um, content and videos and all that kind of thing. And you have an AI, um, similar to ChatGPT, you know, you, you have an AI large lang- language model. And instead of every possible thing, you feed it that information, you know, and it will, as you say, it will um, create a, um, almost like a virtual tutor, you know, and mm-hmm. while the student doing the course, instead of going to ChatGPT, you, you, you have a, um, a more specialized model, like a go-to and ask, and ask questions based on, you know, your own course, the particular course or program that you're doing. So, I mean, it, it, they, are, it, they are already, so I mean, yeah, it's, it's, um, it's a good thing. But, it's a good thing to before, make it. Yeah. Before you used to have to hire a developer to come and collect the data and do all kind of statistical this and that and being yeah, an, yeah. Um, adversarial networks and all that kind of drama. And now it's actually available to the common man. Yeah, almost like a like a commodity, you know. And this all I wanna talk about similar to that too, you know, you upload you just upload the files and it will um yeah. take in information. But I just so yeah, it is a real good thing, but I just wonder like um you know, we had the whole a year or two ago we had the you know, the whole higher AI and as others wonder yeah. if people would be as enthusiastic about something like this and it's almost like uh well like AI fatigue, you know? No, well the right people will get enthusiastic about this. The people who are um who smart enough to realize, okay, we were on a high before, but what mm-hmm. does this thing actually mean when it comes to the 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 world, the um implementation of uh, a product? So the actual entrepreneurs are the ones that are going on, come out of the woodwork now and yeah. be the ones who say, okay, let me see how I could use this tool to actually make money or revenue or create a product that is useful. Because before, all the products that came out, they weren't actually useful products. They were just gimmick things. But yeah. the actual entrepreneur now could come and say, okay, look, I'm looking at one here that um, is called MBA Admission Consultant. Helps you get into the business school of your dreams. So there's a specific AI that is built on this. So let me say you had a website for, yeah. I don't know, 20 years. And all you'd be doing is posting blog articles about MBA experience, interviewing people and all that kind of stuff. And you say, hey, wait now. I could take my website that I've been using, making money off of for the past 20 years, and now turn it into a, a definitive source about how people could get to the MBA. And when people go to a university... I go and pedal this website to them and say the subscription is um, a one-time fee of whatever, yeah. and this will be able to help you along the way. It's like your own personal consultant. People like that, those are the ones that are going to see it and say, "Yeah, I'm going to start to use this." Instead of just being creating something and then put with AI at the end of it and hope that it start to yeah. blossom. I mean, the reason I yeah, so that is a good. You know, good for a good for argument, you know, and and support it. But the reason I say AI fatigue is, I see people complaining that they're not actually talking to a real person. You know, just be like, oh gosh, I don't want to talk to the AI, but I want to talk to a human. Only a human, <laughs> you know. I'm not not saying and probably it are it are good use cases for AI, but people, there are some people's like. I don't want to talk to no butter. I talk to a human. 
<laughs> it is. So. Um, no, could that could that be because you are you are wrong people who basically technology jaded or in terms of okay, I'll put it this way: I wrong a lot of students because I'm a I'm a teacher, and yeah. they they're not vexed if they talk to actually the students these days. They vex when they talk to a human. Uh. <laughs> they they be like, you know how um you could order KFC yeah. on the app? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, They master ordering KFC on the app. And when I tell them, you all know you could just call them and, and place the order. They're like, so the app does just do it for you. Um, yeah. why, why are we talking to somebody for? To get attitude? And I was like, but to me, I personally find calling and ordering the pizza was faster. Yeah. But they would, they would, they were, um, they no, were well, adamant, adamant yeah. that they have to use the app to do it. Yeah. I mean, to all that stuff, I use the app. <laughs> I don't call. Right. No, you know, right. But, so, um, so, so you don't think that will, that will kind of go a little further and people will just say, well, there's a technology that does it already. So why am I fighting? So, yeah. So, as I say, it's it all, particular use cases that will be it'll be good but like for me like anytime i like get support or say hosting or in your, your mobile carrier however and you meet up the ai is be like no i want to talk to a human i want to talk to a human <laughs> I right okay never... okay i understand and I, I agree with you those yeah. implementations of ai those are the gimmicky versions yeah those are the those are the gimmicky versions where you say Oh yeah, we have um a, a AI chatbot. A AI chatbot is not 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 the the application for AI. The yeah. application for AI is good data being um interpreted and understood and producing uh a relatively good output that is that is um tailored to your needs, not a chatbot. Yeah. So if if the because I looking at this this site right now. Most of them, is, you're seeing them as websites that were already existing. Something, something, dot this, something, something, dot AI. Best AI yeah, prompts yeah. this. And is, is existing companies who see that my collection of data is, mm-hmm. is important. And um, imagine, right? If you have, like you say, you have a YouTube channel and you have like thousands of how-to videos. Mm-hmm. And, and, you, and Google says... All right, we go and create a way for you to take all of your how-to videos and turn them into a, a searchable thing where when you ask a question, yeah. the AI going to answer based on how you have answered for your thousand how-to videos. Yeah. And you can create, like, create a service for that. Yeah, and like in between those show ad, so you could get some ad revenue money. <laughs> exactly. You know, exactly. YouTube, YouTube was, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. I think it I think it bringing it down to the to the common man and yeah. the reason bringing it down to the common man is because whenever you have this high, just like how we had the high of web, like when you had um web the dot com bus where, where everybody was investing in websites in the early two thousands and they realized mm-hmm. it now not everybody have high speed internet, so creating ten thousand websites so people who can't access one. Not really gonna make yeah. no sense. So investing not gonna make any sense. And how we coming down from the social media high, where social media was supposed to revolutionize the world, and now everybody realize, yeah, don't put your business out here because yep. it will never work out that way. The actual yeah. people who using social media properly either leave social media or 
they just use it for memes or they use it for their business right now. But not much people there. So AI yeah. will kind of come to the same, the, 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 the what is Hollywood, but um, the... Like a commodity? Yeah, a useful commodity. Yeah. A useful commodity that is not attached to glitz and glamour or saving the world. Because it can't save the world. We realized that a long time ago. Yeah, well, yeah. we realized that. But everybody else now had to realize that and realize, okay, what is it actually good for? Yep. Let me see what it's good for. You know what you know, I really like? I like the Zoom, um, the Zoom summaries. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Boy, yep. I, I was, I ain't gonna lie, I was blown away yep. when I get a Zoom summary because it took your name and it says, person A said this, blah, 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 and then person B said so, 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 so. But obvious, but person A was trying to say, so, and I was like, how oh, you know what yeah. he was trying to say? <laughs> but it, it yeah. was real. And that you know, it, it does give you a little action items, things coming out of the meeting, and you know, it's like, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, the actionable points from this meeting were as follows blah, blah, blah. And they tell you the person who said it, and, um, and the person who's supposed to do it. Yeah. Almost like a, like a, um, a, a to do list. You know, I realized too, you know, some people just record meetings, you know, like how do you record yeah. any audio or whatever, but. You can have that. To it, I guess. No, we could have that. Uh, have that on yeah. with audio recording, and it will, it will take everything and summarize it. So that come like a next, like a secondary recording, you know. So, <laughs> so that yeah, that's yeah. just to say, you know, sometimes you will say certain things or express yourself more freely when it's not being recorded. <laughs> when you don't right, see right, that right. red button, yeah. So if you had to look for the AI button too, the um. Summary button to, <laughs> to make sure you don't see that the auto tune and you know it recorded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looks. I agree. I agree. I think yeah. Google do Google release um something called Gemini and mm. Gemini is like their AI fully realized. Bard was just more like a response to ChatGPT because they had to stay in the new cycle. But then yeah. they release something called Gemini and Gemini doing the same kind of thing, creating giving people the ability to use the AI models to do straightforward things. Yeah. And Talking about Google, they, they kill off any new things as yet, any new services. Well, well, yes, they kill off our services. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I think we, yeah, you talk about any, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> we might talk about it the next, any next thing, buddy, but they, they're killing off Google Podcasts. Oh, okay. And, and everything. Switch into YouTube or something. YouTube music, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, so that's going to get killed off. And so now you had to put your RSS feed inside your YouTube um, console and yeah. the RSS feed will... So YouTube going to have a section for podcasts now. But you realize the word podcast has changed because podcast was supposed to be audio, but now podcast is video and audio. Yep. And, and it just... They're just like, oh, well, it's best we just put it on YouTube one time because everybody putting up something on YouTube and calling yeah. it a podcast. So best we just attach the audio version to it one time. So yeah, yeah they're going to yeah. kill that and they're going to kill something else. But the Google Kill News, I mean, every week you have something to talk about. Yeah. You always have something to talk about when you talk about Google killing stuff. But um, <laughs> what we're we going to talk about is killing jobs. In the next section, next, next, next topic we're going to talk about is tech layoffs. They are still a thing. And we have to talk about that from a technology perspective because both of us in technology... And um, I think something is happening where 
people are going to realize technology ain't as cool as it used to be. It's our job. <laughs> yeah, 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 do the work. So we'll be back after the break and talking about all the new tech layoffs, according to four different websites that Mr. Redbit sent here to me. <laughs> In today's digital age, every business is a strong online presence to reach new customers and stay competitive. But not every business needs a complex website or a full-fledged e-commerce solution. At Make It Simple TT, we understand that every business has unique needs and we offer a range of tailored solutions to fit those needs. Over the years, we've helped many businesses. Our services include website design and development. We create a professional and user-friendly website like these that represent your brand and drives results. Invoicing and payment processing. We can streamline your billing process with a user-friendly invoicing system that integrates seamlessly with most payment gateways and you can receive online payments easily. We also do automated order forms, which allows you to collect orders online and customer information effortlessly and send back automated emails, notifications, and reminders, and then you just have to make the sale at the end. So you can contact us today to learn more about how we can help make your business more successful. Or you can visit makeitsimpletv.com business. All right, so tech layoffs are still a thing, and I I'm going to go to the first one. Tech layoffs, layoffs, seventeen percent of employees. I think you you sent here, right? All right, so let me see. Discord is laying off seventeen percent of employees, and an internal memo Jason Citron said that the company grew ahead grew headcount too quickly over the past few years. Hmm, I wonder why. The cuts were announced today. The employees in an all-hands meeting and internal memo have obtained. They'll impact 170 people across various departments. That's the Discord one. And um, the other one, Twitch. Yeah, Twitch is laying off people too. So let me get an article up. So we can just kind of talk about each one at the same page now. Oh, no, yeah, coming up now, right, yeah. All right, Twitch has confirmed it plans to ask over 500 members of staff. In a blog post, CEO Dan Clancy said, we will have to work um, to do, we have work to do to right-size our company before confirming over 500 people will be let go. This will be a very hard day. Our service existing for our communities to create together and every single one of us has played around that. Basically, Twitch saying, we are too much people for the amount of money that we're making because basically when you're downsizing, the amount of money that you're making ain't going up. Yep. <laughs> and and your salaries either staying the same or going up. Then that means no profits. And if you have yeah. no profits, you have to find a way to um to deal yeah, with your and, lack of profits. Yeah. And most companies' biggest expenses is employees and salaries, you know. So again, this is more or less a byproduct of the pandemic, you know. You know, during the pandemic, you had the boom. You know, people's companies started to make a lot of money, especially tech companies, because, you know, people home, you, you know, you really are nothing. You can't go outside, so you turn to technology. So they started to make a lot of money. And I don't know, for some reason, I don't know if they thought, but they, they, they hired a lot of people, you know, probably thinking, all right, this, it, it, we projected to grow, we're growing a lot. Yeah, that we sustainable, we're growing a lot, and that, you know, will probably continue for a long time. But... Almost as soon as the pandemic ended, and I guess it coincided with some other economic. Um, you know, yeah, you know why I, well. I learned the other day that mm. um, Taylor Swift is making a billion dollars from her tour, like one mm -hmm. point something billion dollars. 
what I what I what I think happened is the money just shift back to where it normally was. Like bef- like during the pandemic, all of the revenue and the money went into technology because everybody was going there. Yeah. But now that people could go to other places and they could do other things, the money starting to balance back out for lack of a better word. Imagine you making a billion dollars from a world tour. Your carbon emissions more than a country just from your tour alone. <laughs> that is why yeah. I read it. That is one, of the stu- one of the students in school told, told me about that. Your carbon okay, emissions okay. Yeah. more than some countries. And I was actually telling them I don't, I don't know one Taylor Swift song. And it's kind of talk. <laughs> it's kind of talking about that. And I was yeah. telling them, no, this, this woman can't be making a billion dollars. And I don't know why. Yeah, I, so don't, they were, she, I don't even... Fireflies, I think she sing that song. If no quote man, it, but I think that's the one Taylor. <laughs> you, you might be embarrassing yourself, but I know <laughs> I I'm not here to embarrass you because I myself was I wasn't embarrassed, but I was just like and Beyonce making like seven hundred million off of her will tour. And you get correct? Yes, Firefly. So, yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I really ain't gonna show your age. But yeah. So these people Entertainment now gets the ability to take back a large chunk of the revenue that was taken away because of COVID. And these, these tech companies now had a fight up with her. You know what? You know what it is too, apart from now, right? Uh, the the uh, tech companies, when you look at the quality of the hires and what the people were actually doing, you know, the type of jobs they were hiring, they had a whole diversity section and inclusion, this and, you know, when you when you look at the, the the core technical skills that the people they were hiring at and the roles it was like you don't really need this you know so it, it come like they had a whole extra money and it's like all right let me hire some people you know it, it didn't really move the needle in terms of 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 te- of the um productivity the, the core, yeah, the yeah. Core. yeah core. look at um look at elon musk where he, come, he came in and do it total he more or less cut them down to bare bones and I mean it had one or two little issues, one or two hiccups along the way with Twitter but right now Twitter for the most part running fine running well you know mm-hmm. when last year hear incident about Twitter so that mean they cut a lot of fat that probably wasn't needed I know at the time a lot of people came down and Elon Musk about that and whatever he just sending people home but soon as you remember soon after everybody else started doing it too you know? No. The article that you sent with Google, here's mm-hmm. their statement. They're, they're saying that to best position us for these opportunities, which is, um, sorry, Google has also AI. shifted its focus to prioritize development in areas like artificial intelligence, launching products like the chatbot BAD and the large language model Gemini as it races to keep up with competitors like OpenAI, Microsoft, Amazon, whoever. This positions us for the for these opportunities throughout the second half of 2023. A number of our teams made changes to become more efficient and work better and to align their resources to the biggest product priorities, a Google's person said. Some teams are continuing to make these kinds of organizational changes, which include some role eliminations globally. And that's the that's the nice way of saying people who not um who not able to do these things. We, mm-hmm. we do see the need for you. And you make a good point just now where you said um, you hire people for diversity and you hire people for this and yeah. all kind of all roles and whatnot. But yeah. a tech company 
is a tech company. Yeah, and, and I saw Elon Musk went in and was like, <laughs> that is the first thing he started to cut. That's sure. And I mean, everybody follows yeah. suit after. So, like, jobs in tech now are going to require, like, many people wanted to work for a tech company because they need other things. They need chefs, they need this, they need that and whatnot. But the tech company is now realizing, yo, we can't be feeding people every single day. We can't be providing um, rooms gym, and, and gym and memberships, gym and all, and gym <laughs> membership and all that kind of stuff. We, 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 yes, we are about um, we are about the holistic employment thing. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, we fighting with other companies that making billions of dollars, and we had to make billions of dollars too because we had to please these investors, which is our next story. Because pleasing investors is always a drama. But you had to be a tech company. So you're going to have to actually keep your tech people and then the other people who are not contributing to the tech. You have to decide yeah, and mean, make some hard decisions. Yeah. I mean, one area outside of tech that they probably need to keep spending a lot of money is lawyers, especially with the EU around. <laughs> oh, so yeah, 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 for sure. Well, I mean, lawyers is the most future-proof job in the world, you know. Yeah. Like, the only other future, future-proof job is our garbage man. But like, like uh, really yeah, think so? It's our garbage trucks that will come and empty a garbage for itself, you know. They'll come once once it's in the correct um type of bin, they'll grab it with the arms and empty it. <laughs> I mean you mean you probably still um, need the guy to drive the truck. And the lawyer will be the one that'll come to defend those people for the union who say no, we need to keep their jobs. Lawyer mm-hmm. is a future proof job because there will always be loopholes in laws. No matter yep. what you do, the world changes fast enough. So, yeah, the tech companies will need to have a, a strong law, litigation, lawyer, whatever. And I are kind of happy for it because I believe that technology is not a job in technology or being a technical person or being an um, IT person is not for everybody. Yeah. And everybody telling the children, yeah, 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 get into IT. IT is the thing to do or whatnot. And I'd be like, no. You're not, if you're not a problem solver, you're going to find IT very frustrating and you're going to try to find ways to make quick money off of IT. But making quick money off of IT is not a good, a good deal because you'll get poor products and you'll get bad products. You need people who actually care and want to. <laughs> you know, you know what I think probably happening now too? You know, in, like in Trinidad, you have one person not doing te- like, five, six different jobs, you know, you're doing sysadmin, you're doing development, you're doing networking, you're doing yeah, this, yeah. You're doing, you know, in the US and in some of these companies, it's Tyrell, literally our one person or one department that's doing one of them jobs. I yeah, feel, granular, yeah, yeah. I feel them might come more to me, mother. <laughs> so like, right, yes, you, no. you just doing one thing, you need to do three, four other things too. Yeah, you're totally correct. I, I, I believe that because Honestly, IT has so much overlapping. If you think of a, um, let me say, let me think of a web developer. Yeah. You can't just be living your life doing front-end alone. All yeah. you're doing is changing colors, changing fonts, changing this, changing that. Like, it's way e- it's very easy to start out le- learn at least some back-end stuff now. Like before, let me say, let me say 15 years ago, it's real hard to learn back-end. Because you're basically going to be a command line specialist and doing all kind of stuff now. But yeah. now they have a GUI now for most backends. And you're at least able to 
probably change files on the server. You don't have to call somebody and be like, eh, um, I need to edit something, something.php. Yeah. Um, how, how, how are doing that? No, it have, a, it have a GUI now, which looks like whatnot. So the overlapping, yeah. I personally believe that you should be able to overlap in certain parts of, in certain parts of IT and not be vexed because of it. Yep. No, you can't, you can't, you can't give somebody overlapping of IT and marketing or IT and sales or yeah, IT yeah. And, and HR. But you, mm-hmm. could give, you could give IT people the overlapping of, well, the top technology is available now for us to be able to say, yeah, web developer. You're not full stack, but you're a web developer. Or mm-hmm. if you're developing apps and they say, well, you're not an iOS developer and then hire Android developer. Yeah, I'd be like, yeah, you're supposed to be able to handle both languages or use yeah. across um, uh, a, a single language. Yeah. And if we get to that, I think we'll be in a better place technology-wise because the people who are actually in tech will be technical. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, I get to, I that, get to. That, that's the best way I could put it. But there's still some, there's still some taking advantage of that that'll be happening. But everybody has get taken advantage of in jobs all yeah. over in different places. So on, on the next side of it, right? So it's all this company um, that are familiar with a US company, right? And, you know, they had US employees who have, uh, you know, doing engineer jobs, developer jobs, the jobs like that, right? And they send their US people home, like, you know, really well-paying jobs, and they outsource it to India. And guess how much they're paying the Indian developers? Or a quarter? A quarter of the amount? A thousand US a month. <laughs> <laughs> and again, the same type of output, same type of... So it's like, that, that, doing that is like, hmm, that one kind of diabolical. <laughs> well, that is an American problem from a long time. Yeah. Because they outsource the manufacture of yeah, so cars. They outsource the like manufacture of clothes, yeah. Clothes, yeah, so it come like the same, the same thing kind of happening now with technology, you know, yeah. You could that what? that thousand the the pro that probably probably used to pay somebody six seven eight times that thousand dollars. But that is America fault, yeah. Because they, I, I no let me say that very nicely. They made that monster because they wanted to create the American dream where everybody is able to get this that 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 that, that and have a particular quality of life and market that quality of life to them. So when you market that quality of life to them, all the employers now have to have the pressure of, okay, we have to make sure that everybody in America gets this quality of life. That is why it's real tough to get a job now that giving you perks and them, and them kind of thing. And we've seen it in tech right now, but it's happening in manufacturing and all them places too because yeah. them companies ain't trying to fund your American dream lifestyle anymore. That, be, that bubble basically pop. All the millennials yeah. on them right now, like, <laughs> yo... My my parents could have bought a, a house, but yeah. <laughs> you ain't getting no house now. And, and they're like, yeah, yeah I'm going to travel. I'm not going to try and follow this American dream. <laughs> yeah, I, my life. I mean, probably not the best advice, but you're not a millennial too? I, yeah, I fit, in, I fit in millennial and I okay. share some of the views that America has screwed us over in terms of thinking what life is supposed to be like yeah. in, our, in our world where Capitalism will only create a divide. Capitalism is built to give people a chance, 
but it also it's also built to keep the rich rich. All right. I know I'm going to <laughs> go into this, but right. was was uh, he was he up was he flip side then? If it's not capitalism, then what? Socialism. Oh nah, nah, yeah, I can't, I can't say. I, I yeah. really just, I really just find capitalism. A little, a little. It probably ought to be. A no, capitalism, between. capitalism, yeah, capitalism. The, the, the core concept of capitalism is good, which is if you have an idea, you have the right to capitalize on it and make money off yeah. it. It's just that, um, corporations and big, big people who have made it the government never really took into consideration that capitalism could create monsters. Yeah, and if it put mean, things in place to handle those monsters, they will devour yeah. everybody. Come I mean, I was, I was reading something, I think this week, yeah. Like, yeah. the old idea of capitalism start off good, you know. So, like, in the, yeah. probably, say, right after the Second World War, the 50s, 60s. Yeah, 1950s, yeah, 60s, yeah, yeah, the, the, the Industrial Revolution. The upper class and the middle class, it didn't have much of a gap, you know, you know. Yeah. You could have been middle class and upper class or even, you know, below. And it wouldn't it wouldn't have much between what you could afford and what the, what the middle class could afford, you know. It was Correct. similar. And yeah, then, yeah. And then, you know, it had, they start introducing debt and loans and credit cards and all of that. And exactly, because because the banks capitalize on people's desire yep. to to get things and commercialize their life and follow the American dream. Yep, exactly. Yeah. And yeah, then we the rich, that is where the gaps are widening. The rich yes. get richer, capitalizing on the people below, trying to keep up with the Joneses, you know? Exactly, exactly. Then, I love that show, Keeping Up With The Joneses. That's <laughs> teacher plenty about life. One day I'll make my children watch it, but I think it's that too much cursing right now. Oh, yeah. When, when, they, when, get when older. they get older, I'll be like, Ollie, Ollie, come and watch this show. All right. Yeah. Well, I, I, I'm glad we talk about this because... Um, I didn't know that I had so much thoughts about it. When you when you send me the article, I was like, okay, tech layoffs again. I like talk whatever. I didn't know I had so much inside of me to talk about. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Tech should be tech. Tech should be tech. All right. Final break before we come back with our random story. And I don't know what the random story is, but we'll see what it is. That's why it's called the random story. So we we back after this. Have you ever tried to order something online using a Visa debit card, but you can't? Is shopping online something you always do already using a Skybox, but sometimes you need advice on knowing what to buy or what will work? I'm Mr. Charles from Make It Simple TT, and we aim to make technologies that solve problems in a Caribbean context. So we created Order It. What is it, you ask? What is Order It? It's an app and a website that helps you order it in two ways. The first way is if you already order things online. You're familiar with using a Skybox, you're familiar with using a credit card, but sometimes you don't always have answers to certain questions, like which laptops will get a warranty in Trinidad, which phones will work on the Digicel network or the mobile network. So our app helps you order it. Every product that we list in the app, we will let you know the truth based on the experience of 20 years of ordering things online and using various skyboxes in Trinidad and Tobago. So here are some of the questions that the app answers for you based on the products that we list. What are the taxes? Why does it cost so much when I actually get it? What is dimensional weight? All these questions and more, we answer in the app because we want to help you order it. All you have to do is simply pick from our list of recommended items that we know and trust because we've ordered it already, follow through the payment process, We'll order it and we can even have it delivered to you. So why don't you give it a try? 
search for Order It by Make It Simple TT in the App Store or the Google Play Store, or you can even go online to orderit.makeitsimplett.com and check and see if we could answer some of your questions and help you in the process of ordering it. Time for the random story, and I am going to open up. Um... Hey, I get a mechanical keyboard, you know? Yeah. Okay, a loud one or a, a soft one, a quiet one? I don't... I, it, they say it quiet, but I don't know what to measure it against. So, <laughs> I don't know. No, actually, I bought two. Okay, I bought okay. one. I bought a 60% keyboard, and then I realized I don't have no arrow keys because my mechanical keyboard knowledge was really poor. Oh. So, then I bought a TL, a TD, a TLS, or what is it called, boy? A TDR. You could have get a full one. My, my one is a full mechanical with no, all the numbers on. Yeah, no, nah, I don't need a number pad. I really don't need a number pad. Um... Like, okay, but, uh, okay. I bought one, I think it's a TDS or there's some types of, the only problem with it is it's Bluetooth. Oh, okay, okay. And, well, I could plug it in, eh? Um, but I do like, I had a wireless keyboard before. Mm. And I, I wanted to, to, um, <laughs> what, what should I say? I wanted to make sure that I could move the keyboard around. Yeah. Uh, I can't, I can't find the name, but. Yeah, what types of mechanical keyboards are 60%. Yeah. So, T TKL. TKL is the name of it. Full size, TKL, and 60%. So, TKL just means it have the insert, home, page up, page down, delete, and the arrow keys okay, along okay. with the keyboard. 60% means that the arrows kind of bunch up in the corner and you have to hold on all the function buttons to get it and then you have the full size one with the number pad here. So, all right, okay, okay. That... And so I have a mechanical keyboard sitting on there doing nothing, um, uh, a 60% one. But I'll probably give that to my son and he'll use it as a gamer keyboard or some kind of thing. <laughs> okay, okay. So he go like them things. All right, so there we go. Technology, random story. Um, oh, plenty. Um, CES 2024 stuff here. The Galaxy S24. The it had, some, it had something I saw on it. I, can't, I really can't remember. Um... Psychological trick smart smart people used to gain control. That had to be ad. iOS 17 release date, shoppers say this way. YouTube is slowing down load times for users at ad block. <laughs> Let me see this. So what what happened if you use our browser like Brave with YouTube? Oh, yeah, everything would have been slow down. Okay, YouTube is making it a bit harder to watch videos if you're using an ad blocker. The user of ad blockers, okay. Now YouTube is taking things up a notch and will slow down the entire site when an ad blocker is detected. Google is referring to this experience as suboptimal viewing. Many users report that the site becomes laggy and unresponsive until ad blockers are disabled. Hmm. Okay, I am pro ads. Because if ads are taken away from the internet, yeah. then everybody will think that the internet is free. That's one of the things that we, that America screw people over with too. When they was when they had the first dot-com um, bubble. Bubble, yeah. Every, yeah, every, everybody thought that the internet was just this place where you go to get free things because the internet is a place where you get free whatever. And well, I think I mean, society... Some people still treat it like that. You know? A lot of people just go and get stuff for free rather than pay for it. Yeah, but they, well, that that's the use of a network of yeah. uh, I don't know using the internet as a network of file sharing, maybe something like that. But 
I I think that people really need to grasp the concept of running this thing ain't ain't um free. It ain't cheap either. And yeah. you had to pay somehow. So yeah. I mean, it's just it's annoying. It because you know, people yeah, people already have ads on TV, you know, you grew up with ads and whatever, you know. So they feel you know, you kind of get accustomed, you know, you come to your computer, your phone to get away from that, and there's more ads. You know, it's but like who a, tell you you'll get away from it? What? Who Who gave you the feeling that you could come to your computer and get away from ads? The people who tell you the internet is the World Wide Web, is an un, un, unfiltered resource of information yeah. for free and all of that? That's a lie. So, the, and, and because of that... The the way the amount of creative ways that people have have to come up with showing you ads have gotten so creative that they get annoying. Yeah, but if I mean everywhere to not even on the, like in real life when you when you drive down the road or the street or whatever you see ads and more yeah. so like in the US <laughs> everything is almost every everywhere banners ads. and things yeah, yeah. yeah and billboards and those other things. Yep, you can't escape it. That is how, that is how people are see your stuff. So yeah, yeah, if, it's if unnecessary YouTube, evil. <laughs> yeah, if YouTube slow down for me, well, and you know, you know, we just always talk about this. We don't get the large amount of ads that it does get any states. Yeah, right? the, you know states, when we get, get ads, we uh, get ads during election time. <laughs> yeah, during election time, yeah, and we just get real annoyed at that. And you yeah. see get pre-roll, mid-roll, halfway yep. through, then our next unskippable one. Ads, unskippable ads. Get, um, yeah. get questions, surveys, yeah. all kind of thing. Well, pay for YouTube Premium. I um, Nope. I mean, it's either it, right. And if you have an ad blocker, which you have the right to have if you want to, mm-hmm. and they choose to slow down the site because you have an ad blocker, then that's their, that's their choice. And yeah. You had a you had a kind of figure out how you going how you gonna do that. It's kind of like um if you have a, a a computer and they have a sticker where if you unscrew it and it's already warranty is broken. Well, you make that choice. Yeah, if you yeah. could if you could fix it, fix it. If you can't fix it, then don't you had to come by me and pay because well, nothing free. Yeah. Nothing is free. You know what okay. is like me? I have a toddler, right? You know, it's beyond knowing, like, when you travel and your child watching YouTube, just put yeah. ads in them children videos to, you know, Coco Melon, all them things are ads in it up there, you know. <laughs> but it have YouTube kids and YouTube normal, so which yeah, YouTube? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, YouTube kids do yeah, have YouTube the ads. YouTube kids are ads? Uh-huh. No, okay. I don't think so, but, like, you know, sometimes you put it on, you put it on the TV, or, yeah, you know, yeah. for them. Yeah, ads in Is that age-appropriate ads in it? Yeah, it's be appropriate. It'll be, it's be age-appropriate? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I know they get in trouble for that time, and that's why they have to create YouTube kids. But um, yeah, but I guess yeah, that's that's okay. Everything. All right, so so you could try using your ad blocker because I have an ad blocker on, but I take it off. I don't take it off, but yeah, I just take it off when I doing um when I browsing normally because well, I personally I have to care about how ads are implemented because I have a business that will have to implement that implement ads, so I care about. Okay, yeah, yeah. I hate when this happens. I'm not going to do this. Or, oh, this one look nice. Okay, who do, how, how are you doing that one? That kind of thing. So I'll just keep it on so I understand. Uh, I don't know if this, I, if this related to ads, but like I, while I was in the US, I went to an NBA game, right? And yeah. 
I was watching the game and it was the home team, right? And if the home team didn't make the next two points, everybody in the stadium was going to get um, free, five, free tacos or something. Five nuggets from Chick-fil-A. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was like, oh, that's so real. I mean, it's, it's advertising. You're giving, you're giving a little. Yeah. Uh, we are free. And the team make the points, so everybody get free. <laughs> everybody. Nuggets from Chick-fil-A. Yeah, you had to be all creative with it. And I am okay with it. So I'm going to test this out and see if my YouTube started to get, get crazy with the ad blocker. Because <laughs> you, you block origin. Yeah. Uh, you, you block does work real good. So I want to see if you block could fight it through or... And I don't know how you block does make money. I feel they collect any data, but mm. no further questions. Nothing at all. Yeah. All right, so that's time to wrap up. Um, today we talk about NIB being hacked. AI is maturing. We looked at ChatGPT and we went through the tech layoffs and spoke about that a little bit in depth. And our random story was YouTube ad blocker. If you have an ad blocker on YouTube, your page will most likely slow down, according to them. I don't know how much it will affect your audience and people in the Caribbean, but... Yeah. You probably don't need ad blockers on YouTube. Probably, probably. Um, Yeah, I was supposed to say thank you very much to the people that listen. The highest listen to episode was 40-something plays last year. The audience, 50% of it is um, Spotify, 30% is Apple, and then all the other, all the apps take up the other one. Most of our people are from Trinidad and Tobago, of course, but we have a few listeners from the United States. I feel those are people who have the U.S. set as their um, their that's the thing. Their, you think it's probably on their phone. some Trinidadians in, in the U.S. <laughs> uh, you know, you know, when the updates tend to be nostalgic about back home. You don't feel uh, so. <laughs> I, I don't feel so. I don't feel so. Okay, United okay. States, Brazil, Romania, Dominica, Canada, Germany, Jamaica. Most likely the people from Romania and Germany are listening so that they could spam my email with all sorts of random things because it's got a lot of spam because of yeah. exposure. But <laughs> but we thank you all for listening. And um, yeah, you could send us a message. You could find me at Make It Simple TT anywhere, including LinkedIn. Wait, now, did I put the handle as Make It Simple TT on LinkedIn? I am too sure. Anyhow, I'll I check that. I think but so, yeah. I think I put it as Andre Charles. Oh my goodness. Now I'm going to have to create a business one. No, no, I'm not, I'm not going to do that, that. All right, yeah. If, if you want to find me on LinkedIn, you probably have to look for Andre Charles. You know, we'll talk about that some other time. Yeah, at Make It Simple TT anywhere. That there are videos, shorts, or whatnot. TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, and LinkedIn. Facebook also. And you can find this guy at... Redbit Tech. That's Redbit underscore tech. And for the new year, I need to... You see, you know what? I'm gonna say, I need to get back on her. You do, you, yeah. you do a TikTok yeah. video. I do a TikTok video in three weeks, and uh, I was supposed to record. I was supposed to record one tonight, um, yeah. but I'm not going to. So, yeah, 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 that's it. So, thank you all, and we will see you all next week. We might have some interviews next week. We'll let you know about that, and um. Yeah, I ain't gonna say anything about that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're gone there. Later, everybody. <laughs> Good.